Just a heads up, this episode features a discussion about suicide as well as profanity and may not be suitable for everyone. Discretion is advised. cheerleader Joey Gargani. We're going to be releasing a new episode every two weeks with the goal of sharing my personal story and a real-time journey back from the bottom. I'll be learning along the way, sharing what I've found that's working or not working for my personal situation. Of course, what works for you may be different. My goal for this show is to help others, even if it's one person that, that it helps, then that's what I'm after. Everyone needs to hear a supportive voice, and also at the same time, I'll be using this as my own personal therapy because I get to talk to all of you and share my story and kind of get it all out there. Everybody needs a cheerleader. Everybody needs a pat on the back. I just want to inspire anyone going through a bad time to make a step in a positive direction. I'm no different than anyone you see in traffic or at the store. I'm a regular guy getting coffee and jeans, boots, and a hoodie with some paint and grease stains on it. I have a family, a wife, three kids, a dog, cat, a bird. There's a couple of horses too. That's what my wife does for a living. Maybe one day I'll have some bees, some chickens. We'll see. It'd be nice. We work almost every day. We have the same life problems, money problems, and any number of other issues just like anyone out there listening. Over the last decade or so, my mental health has taken a downward turn in a serious way. It's nothing catastrophic. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't a major accident or anything like that. It was just a slow, steady descent into depression and anxiety with a lot of learning about myself and not necessarily even in a good way. This podcast is going to be stories of that descent and how it came along with the realization that some of this has always been there most of my life. And I, I didn't even realize it just took, uh, it, it took being an adult to, to pour some water on these seeds that had already been sown. We're going to discuss solutions, what I'm doing to get better and the challenges along the way. And to be clear, this is not a victory lap at all. This is a work in progress and it's to prove a point that if I can turn things around, then so the fuck can you. I've been in a hole for years that just culminated in uh, in a really rough situation before the holidays in December. Uh, and if I can bounce back from that, so can you. Anybody can. We all can. It, all our stories are different. All of us have different challenges. But it's it's all fixable. Everything's fixable. And pardon my language along the way, but I am a, I'm a contractor. Uh, I come from a background in, in construction, so there will be occasional colorful language. Uh, I, I'm going to try not to, but sometimes it just, it just happens. You're going to hear me in good moods, bad moods, hopeful and hopeless. Although I'm really wishing those instances of hopelessness are very infrequent, but it's, it's a challenge, but I, I'm going to try to be as open and as honest with everyone as I can. 
this idea for a podcast started in my head about three years ago. I wanted to do a podcast and I thought it would be a good idea to share my journey with everyone because uh, it might be might be motivating, might be motivating to me and to others that are that are going through things. And I wasn't doing well mentally. I wasn't enjoying work at a new job. I wasn't enjoying a recent move. Uh, there was difficulty in my relationship with my wife. There's a lot to think about. And that's all I can do sometimes is just ruminate on bad things and just think and think and think. And then COVID hit. Now, I know we all had a, a shit time and I'm not going to dwell on a tired subject, but I lost that job that I had that I wasn't even enjoying and we had to make some major changes. I had to leave where my family was. And go work where we had moved from because that's where I had contacts and that's where I, I thought I could do the best for my family. And all that did was make it worse. It isolated me. It left me on an island. But we'll, we'll get into all those stories later. Like uh, Most of these episodes are going to involve a story from the past that hopefully uh, everyone can relate to. And that kind of shaped who I am now. And then we'll get into solutions and what I'm doing now to do things and how to how to change things and what and what things I've come upon and we'll we'll see how it goes. So going back, when I lost that job, we had, since we had to make those major changes. In the meantime, this podcast that I had wanted to start became a well one day project. Since then, like I've mentioned, I've hit bottom, and I mean the absolute bottom it's taken months to get back to where i am now even and i I felt like it was time to get this thing off the ground while i'm still going through it rather than looking at it through reflection looking at it through now so let's start with a story one day this december i woke up and i just felt like i couldn't take it anymore A few weeks prior, my family had visited uh, my wife and my daughters and and my dog and my bird. Cat stayed home. They had visited for Thanksgiving and then left and it was just quiet and cold and lonely. And somewhere in December, I, I realized that that was it. I was done with it. I was done with everything. I was having money troubles. I had creditors calling me. Uh, they're still calling me. They, they called me yesterday. I'm, uh, you know, I'm still not out of this thing. But uh, I decided that was it. And I was going to wrap it up. And that was a very selfish decision. It was a very hard decision. But something hit me that day. And I was just laying in bed bawling. And I couldn't get out of bed. That wasn't the first time I couldn't get out of bed. It wasn't the first time I had been sad. But it was the first time I just was uncontrollably sobbing and uncontrollably sad. And all along, I've kind of had an idea how I was going to do things. Uh, I don't know. I hesitate to go into detail. Uh... But I guess 
but I guess it's important to go into detail. I was going to take my, uh, my belt, my regular leather belt that I used, and I was going to wrap it around the doorknob twice just so it was curled under so it wouldn't slip. Uh, and then I will put the, the buckle part through before I did that and then kind of just flip it around the doorknob. So it wasn't going to slip, so it was going to be solid. And then I was, was going to have it at a length to where when I did it and I sat down at the door that there was going to be no way for me to get up. I knew that the angle which I was sitting, it just wasn't going to happen. I'm, I, you know, I've beat myself up over the years. My my knees hurt. My back hurts. It's not even easy to get up when I have something to lift on. So it, it, it would have been hard. And I started writing a note. And I picked up my notebook. And I just started writing. I started writing to my friends, my family, my wife, my daughters, and I got three pages in on the notebook, and I flipped the page, but my daughters were here, my my middle daughter was using my, uh, my notebook, and she was just drawing in it and, and writing in it, and... On the page I flipped to, it just said, I love you. And she had just drawn these little block letters, and it just said, I love you. And I don't know, uh, I don't know if that was directed at me. I mean, there was so much in the back end of the notebook, it, all sorts of words. And that's the only time in the book that the three words were there, I love you. Well, I don't. I don't subscribe to uh, to fate and anything like that, but I do know that my daughter saved my life that day because I saw those words and it broke me. And then I cried even harder. And I was even more sad. But it was a different kind of sad. It was it was a disappointment sad. I was disappointed in myself for even for even thinking this. For even putting it on the table and being that close. I mean I was closing out the letter. I wasn't far from being done. And then I was just gonna get up and do it. And then I saw that. I cut that out a few days later and I put it in a little laminate pouch and and I stuck that in my truck and I look at that every day when I get in and go to work I look at it every day and that was the one little thing that brought me out of the deepest of holes and then I reached out to my wife and I told her that I wasn't okay and that I needed help. I had a friend stop by the next day 
he was worried about me. And, uh, and he just checked in on me. I ended up, uh, when I visited home, I had a long talk with my wife, a long emotional talk with my wife. And she made me feel very important to the family that day. Uh, which is not always something I felt, but I felt it that day. And that was just another little brick in the set of steps that I was going to build to come back. And then with her urging, we reached out to a therapist and I reached out to a few other people. I found people to talk to and to reach out to and knew that I needed help and knew that I was in a bad place and knew that I was in the worst place of my life. And whew, unfortunately, it, it takes that step to know that there's a problem. And that could be with anything. That could be with an addiction. That could be with uh, a mental illness. That, that could be with anything. You know, it doesn't hurt to ask for help. You know, you may not know how to build that set of steps and you may just go at it and and wing it but you know if your neighbor was a carpenter and he could help you and kind of set you on the right path you, you have a lot more chance of getting that those set of steps in and being able to walk up them properly <laughs> so uh it, it's important to take those steps and to reach out to someone you know you need to have a team any any kind of put together a team that helps and if you're lonely and you don't have anybody I'll be on your fucking team you need someone on your team you need somebody to tell you to keep going and I know it's tough these days when you look around and however you feel politically or or however you feel about society or however you feel about the planet however you feel about any of those things. There's there's a lot of stuff that you can point to and it makes you feel depressed. It makes you feel lonely. It makes you feel small. But for your sake, you need a team. You pick a small step. That's one of the things I've done. And I've heard this from a number of places. I've been hearing this from my wife for a long time. You know, she, she gets up and makes the bed. That's what her... That's what her thing is. She just, boom, right away, she starts making the bed. Uh, I've never been one that's done that. I don't care if that thing is as it was when I left it. I'm still going to get in it, and it's fine. But it's the step of doing something that's establishing a uh, it's establishing a positive habit. You know, recently I've started walking. Just walking. Nothing... Nothing ridiculous. Sometimes it's simple. I park at the back of the parking lot. Or I'll park a few blocks away. Uh, or I'll just go out there and start heading in a direction. And keep walking straight. And then when I get to a point, I just flip around and walk back. It's just about moving. Getting up, getting out. I've started forcing myself to eat breakfast. 
I used to always just wake up, coffee, cigarettes. That was my breakfast. And then I'd, I'd do that on the way to work, work, grab lunch, and that was it. And uh, I've started to have myself, or I've started to force myself to eat breakfast, just a little something. Doesn't have to be much, but something in the morning because it's uh, just something to jumpstart. Another step I've made is I've given up alcohol and smoking. They were huge crutches of mine and a large part of the battle that I've been going through over the years. We'll get into that later, too, about self-medicating. You know, do something small. Read a book, not a screen. Uh, I don't know how many of us still read books, actual books, and not the screen. But, uh, you know, it's about just change something up. Have a cup of tea. You know, just establish a positive habit. I've tried to take sugar and salt out of my diet. Even half exercise, and I can't justify still smoking, drinking, and eating what I normally eat. You know, we're doing this thing together. You and me, all of you and me. Even if there's only two people listening. One of them is going to be my wife because she's not going to have a choice. So I already have one listener. And if it ends up only being two listeners, well, it's you and me. You're going to learn my fears and listen to my struggle and find hope in there. You're going to get better too. I'm not better than you. I'm not worse than you. Maybe you listen and you go, hey, you don't have it so bad. Well, of course I don't. Neither do you. This is all real to all of us. Whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're going through. You know, I've I've been in the hospital for panic attacks. And the best way I can describe it to anybody is, you know, it, it ends up being nothing. But it feels real to me. All of it feels real. All these things that we're going through, the whether it's sadness, depression, PTSD, uh, that you have all the ADHD, uh, BPD, pick them. Any, any letters you want to throw together, it's all something that you're going through and it's all real. And it all has an effect on your life. Good, bad, and it has effect on everybody else's life around you. Whether it's the clerk at the 7-Eleven or your family, your co-worker, it's real. So we need to lift each other up. We need to give out the flowers while people are still here and while you're still here. And give out love. And hopefully we get love in return. Alright, well we'll see you in two weeks when we cover when I realized everything was going wrong and something something felt wrong, something felt different, something felt like I was like I was off. And we'll also talk about my most recent experiment with psilocybin microdosing, which is all the rage. Uh you know, a lot of people are talking about it. I'm sure you've seen some articles about it. And uh, as well as my experience with a large dose session in, uh, in January. So that's all I have for now. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. And, uh, and you have a great two weeks. I'll talk to you soon.